welcome to the Mindsight Podcast. I am Rishita Jalab, your podcast host and a mental health activist. This is your safe space where we'll be talking all about mental health and personal development. Welcome to another episode of Mindsafe. Today I have another special guest. Yasmin Hershey is actually an entrepreneur with multiple various backgrounds and today we'll just discuss her story of success, perseverance and niche habits led her to, you know, thriving in her professional life and personal one. Yasmin, hello! We're pleased to have you here with us today. Thank you so much, Rashida. It's such a pleasure to be on your platform. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So for those of you who are not familiar with Yasmin, she moved from Satif to Algiers for her studies, and then she moved again to writing for a linguistic semester, and then to Cambridge for preparation year, and then to London, and then to Dubai. Yasmin, I mean, how going beyond your zone of comfort changed your life in different contexts? Because from your biography, moving from one city to another as an expat, it could be really, how to say, draining your energy. Yes, yes, it's such a long journey, I'd say. Um, but moving from a city to another is always a very good adventure you're always very thrilled to discover um, either a new culture or challenge yourself either personally or you know like on, on the professional level I'd say so it would help you really broaden your horizons it would as well help you you know um, knowing yourself better knowing what are your areas of interest what would you like as well on a social level how would you um communicate better with people socialize and uh, it would guide you on areas you'd like the most it would as as well you know expand your skills and your hobbies you discover new hobbies maybe it's about for example in my case it was about painting um and yeah so on every step and, and every step of your journey i'd say you have a new adventure to live and thus you have a new story to tell. And that's how you basically, you know, um, evolve in your life, I'd say. Yeah, indeed. Beautiful. I think sometimes we ignore these kind of like um, beautiful stories. We are so much focused on relocating um, and doing the preparation for the studies and so on, but we forget what kind of wins we take or we get or we gain during this journey, like, as you said, maybe discovering a new hobby that will change literally and completely your life, such as in your case. Exactly, indeed. Um, I think that staying in your comfort zone, you would be, for example, yeah, you, you would exceed in what you are doing, um, but you would not discover yourself as much as if you get out of your of your comfort zone. Um, that would really 
expand your horizons, as I said. So you might find new areas of interest. You might as well find yourself questioning uh, about, you know, all, all things that has been, let's say, um, composed composing your life so far. So um, you're making new friends. Um, you have a new, um, let's say, a place where to live. You you make a new social life. Um, you have your challenges. In my case, as I was a student, so the very first barrier that I had to overcome, I'd say, was the the language itself. Um, as you know, in Algeria, we use either Arabic or or French, and for studies, more French than Arabic. So getting away from this, let's say, um, like dealing with the linguistic barrier was one of the biggest challenges. I mean, yes, we have a good base of English back home, um, but once you live in, in in a country like the UK, um, where their mother tongue is is English with very different and various accents, you know, you 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 have to you have to challenge yourself with that, and and you have to 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 basically uh, dive yourself in the language and 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 broaden very much your your horizons in it. Um, and then after that, um, you have as well the, the, the studies that itself, because if you're not used to one regular, let's say, educational system, and that educational system is very, very different from what you are used to, let's say, um, from what you have been used to so far. So all these are, are sorts of challenges, um, without as well mentioning that all your, let's say, um, all your peers, all, all your friends come from a very multiple background as well, uh, culturally saying. Um, so you, have, you might have friends from Europe, from, from East Asia, from the Middle East, from Africa. So all these challenges really enrich your experience. Yes, it's, it's a beautiful experience to um, challenge yourself, but also challenge your, your mind and, and your habits. And sometimes we do even question the person who we are and who we do want yes. to become. And we all know that the environment that we live in actually have huge impact on us. Our interactions, they shape the person who we are. So how is it? Was it more of a like challenging, let's say, experience on your mental health and well-being? Or were you kind of like enjoying the whole process? How was it for you? Yeah, so in, in the first place, it was more like, um, like a funny experience to live because first I started with the language semester. Um, it was all like, we were all young here to study English, so not very much into serious, let's say, studies. <laughs> So it was more about the language itself, and we were here to 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 um, to play with the language, to 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 speak English all the time, even with our you know um, um, host families in the UK, our friends in there. So everyone was forced, let's say, to to speak English, and it was funny to notice everyone's accent behind the language itself. Uh, so in the beginning, it was kind of it was really pleasant. Um, and then after that, when it when when we finished the semester language, because after that you have to do sort of a foundation year, and then you can join um, the, the the studies. You can join like the, your um, educational your university year, and 
in my case, uh, it was a little bit tough when we started studying properly. When I started my master's, I was, especially the first semester, I was a little bit lost because it was so much different from our educational system. It was another one, uh, not the same references, not the same way of teaching, not the same way as a student to study. Um, so I had to discover um, my path and my way of doing things and how I would study, basically. So my own methodology, my own, um, my own way to, to, you know, to, to, to handle all this. So this was one of, like, let's say, the, the biggest challenges. Brilliant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, we all know that we are all kind of like different and unique and we have different coping skills. So it's literally about putting yourself out there and just, you know, taking whatever life was giving you back on time and dealing with it. And I think that's the best strategy one can take. You know, we cannot just sit and, you know, let these circumstances uh, control us. We can always choose to do something about it. And yeah. you chose, you took the right decision and the right cho choice. So this will lead me to my next question for you, Yasmin. So would you like to share with us and especially with the audience, what kind of habits that you implemented during that challenging period, let's say, or special period of your lifetime to thrive as an expat? So um, because the university I was in was um, um, actually hosting students from all over the world, from different, different backgrounds and different nationalities at the same time. So they had a special department um, to um, support these students whenever they had difficulties with their studies or difficulties with merging with the culture itself. Um, so for myself, um, I had to meet with them in order to find the proper way to, to basically adapt and familiarize myself with the educational system they had there. You know that we were used to do, uh, for example, assignments and online uh, online assignments and submitting assignments and do like a team meeting, group meetings for our projects. Um, all this is not familiar in our, um, you know, in our Algerian proper uh, educational system. So mm -hmm. I had to, I, I tried so many methods. Um, I tried um, studying by my own. I tried studying in a group. I tried, I was not, by the way, the only one. There are many, many people that were struggling with the same issue um, because the, the, the way of, um, of studying was very different. So everyone was trying by themselves to find the proper way of doing it. So that's why we had these special departments to kind of support us and help us um, lead into, you know, like the best method that would suit you better. Uh, in order for you to handle all these um, assignments and to familiarize yourself with the educational system. So yeah, indeed, it was tough, but I, I tried I tried the best. Let, let's say I tried myself first. Um, I had many attempts, and then after that, I was uh, in touch with this special department. 
and uh, I had many sessions with them and eventually I found out that I was not the only one so that only that information for example it helped me a lot I was I was feeling more comfortable let's say not in a way oh I'm gonna give up and now I'm gonna still you know um like with with my old way of studying but then I was like yeah that's good I'm not the only one so let's come up with a new uh, let's say brainstorming sessions to find the proper way of doing it and that's what happened and eventually starting from the second semester I started adapting myself very well and that's where I started really feeling yeah I'm 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 finally finding my place you know I'm finally in the right path let's say mm-hmm. yeah beautiful but it's it's fascinating how the human being and how the brain especially works because we tend to kind of like try to how to say not isolate ourselves but the very first thing that we try to do is to try to just solve the problem by ourselves we do not seek support and yeah. as you described it once you have the information that you're not only the the person who is having issues to adapt to the, this new way of, of studying, which is normal, but the fact that someone else is, it's like a, a reassurance. It gives you that sense of yes. peace and a safe space for you to just, you know, give your brain also signals that it's okay. It's, I'm not alone and I have my support. And I can do this. Exactly, exactly. It's um, it's very comforting, and I, I think it's a psychological uh, machine that works there. When you know, oh, you're not the only one there. Um, you're not the only one struggling, and let's say, and and you're not the only one in dealing with the same uh, issues. So that gives you a sort of comfort to even challenge yourself further. Um, and uh, try many other ways, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. And as you say, our brains learn by repetition. And the more we repeat something or a task, the more we will be comfortable with it. So yeah, yeah. And, and that's taught me actually. Sorry, <laughs> and that's taught me actually how to you know whenever you are in a situation where you are kind of um, let's say lost there is no harm in asking for help or for support and that goes from uh, a student life to even a professional life like even when you are starting in your first job or let's say even if it's an internship you should never be afraid of asking help yeah thank you for pointing this out because you know what you mean uh, regardless of what is happening let's say, of what is being said about asking for help. It's not a sign of weakness. As, as human beings, we kind of like refrain ourselves or stop ourselves from asking other people and our support network yeah. for help. I mean, exactly. it's, it's fascinating how we human beings behave. Exactly. Wow, brilliant. And what else? I mean, what other habits that during that time, um, how did you take care of 
let's say of your own well-being how did you kind of like um, take care of yourself so because you know just mean if we do not take care of ourselves and we establish certain routines uh, we cannot thrive in our personal life and our professional life what kind of habits even if they are small would you like to share them with us yeah sure so i was actually lucky enough to be in an environment where we were all um except very few people we were all uh international students so we were all living let's say somehow the same experience um so for example in in a weekend or by the end of of uh, of the day we would gather in coffee shops or in the weekend we would go for example for an art exhibitions uh we would go for um for like a, a dinner in a restaurant or we would be invited by one of our friends uh for a dinner in their in their home so that actually helped us um being more like being closer first of all and uh secondly you know d discovering this this new people with their beautiful backgrounds um we have friends from latin america we had friends from japan from from the middle east from eastern europe so everyone has his own personality his own culture and we were very excited and that was very interesting to to try to learn every with everyone's differences try to learn um about their background about their culture um through these amazing activities even if it's just a simple gathering um in a restaurant for a dinner for example but um that was a very very beautiful experience mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely you know we tend to underestimate the power of being included of you know yes. um just the human touch the human connection is actually therapeutic and it has this healing power when we feel we are included we can thrive in life we feel that we are actually safe and it makes the yeah. whole difference in the world exactly it does it does and it's really you know enhance your let's say you would you would know more about it it, it participates in a way um to to even get your um, um to know more about the the other cultures as well for example for my in my case i would have um i would gather my friends um who study with me in the same classroom to try for example maghrebian food you know i would invite them in 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 a moroccan or algerian restaurant and they would try for example our couscous and they never know about it and i would the next weekend for example go and try uh thai food or japanese food so and and that's how we learn about the the other person sitting next to us that are so far from our culture or even closer but there there would always be a difference you know indeed it's a beautiful experience um it's an enriching experience to being able to exchange ideas and to learn from each other and learn about other people as well that are maybe as you said close to us but they are still different they have their own own cultures 
and exactly. it's just a beautiful experience. Yeah, exactly. And believe it or no, uh, Rashida, it has participated as well on, on my side to, to know more about my proper culture. So it's, uh, I don't know if it's, um, if it's like by, by, by pure coincidence, but I, I don't think so. But when you, when you are out of your comfort zone and you are out of, you are very far from your, from your country, from your family, from your culture. So you miss that. So you're always seeking to know more about it in order to tell people more amazing stories about it. So you start in, for example, researching, um, I don't know, uh, simple stuff and very funny stuff, like, for example, the origin of couscous or what are the most, you know, um, talented artists that uh, came from Algeria, for example, or the biggest uh, painters or something like that. And it would as well enrich your proper knowledge about your proper culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, it reminds me of a beautiful story because also when I traveled, even though they were really some short trips and I had managed to kind of like stay connected with some friends uh, like from Europe, it also kind of like challenged me because they gifted me some things and I wanted to give back. So I started to kind of like look for which Algerian literature and um, I did some research about the history and so on so yeah it, it even if you are familiar or you think yourself okay so I'm from Algeria I know almost everything but in reality there is a lot that you do not know about your exactly. own country so it's beautiful experience it is okay so we're coming to an end of this episode but before that uh, Yasmin, would you like to share your advice, especially for Algerian young women and ladies, um, let's say, or even gentlemen who are willing to relocate on how to take care of their own mental well-being during, let's say, this beautiful and challenging experience at the same time? Yeah. So if I have an advice to give to them, it would be, first of all, know what you, where you want to go, um, what are your goals. And even, you know what, even if you don't know what, for example, what, what's like you have a set goal, but you don't know how to reach it, just dive into it. Just let yourself struggle. And that's the, the very beautiful side of it. Don't be afraid to... You know, don't don't be afraid to go to talk to people to seek for help. Don't be afraid to go to talk and socialize with people. Um, don't be afraid to know about the other people. And another advice is represent your culture in the best way you can, um, because we have a very very beautiful culture, and I am I cannot be more proud than that. Um, I'm very proud to, to come from such a very beautiful and diverse uh, culture and we should represent it in the best way possible. So if you have one dream, if you have one goal, just go for it and get out of your comfort zone because that's where you are going to, to go very far. If you stay in your comfort zone, yeah, you might succeed, but then you would not, you would not know actually more, more stuff about yourself first 
and other people as well. So go out of your comfort zone, discover the world, and don't be afraid to do so. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I think also I'm, I'm very proud to come from this very beautiful and diverse culture. Um, it's just beautiful to know that, you know, from the north to the east to the south to the west, each yeah. state. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you know, beautiful um, to just, you know, interact with different people and be the best ambassadors for our country um, and representing it in the best way we can. It's just a beautiful experience and an honor itself. Yes, exactly. It is. Thank you, Yasmin, and uh, I can only agree with you, you know, if we do not take action, okay, we might fail, make mistakes, struggle, but at the end, <laughs> we will succeed. There is no way yeah. that we cannot do yes. it, but if we do not take exactly. action, nothing will happen, actually. Exactly. If you want to do it, you can do it. There is no way you can't. Just dive in it and let yourself struggle a little bit. But believe me, you'll struggle just in a few, in a few, you know, minutes. Let's say, like the very first time. But then, once you find your way how to do it, you will do it. That's a beautiful message to end the episode with. And from me to the audience, mm -hmm. well, if you like this episode, don't hesitate to please share it with family and friends. And Yasmin, thank you again for you thank know, you so much, Rashida. Thank you, it was a pleasure. And joining the mindset. <laughs>